This episode, a look at the Low Income Taxpayer Clinic grant and reporting within the grant report. Thank you for tuning in. Welcome to Tax Justice Warriors, the podcast that celebrates the work of low-income taxpayer clinics, focuses on tax controversy work, and looks at related issues in tax news. I'm your host, William Schmidt, the director of the Low-Income Taxpayer Clinic at Kansas Legal Services. This week, I'm working on the Low-Income Taxpayer Clinic the year-end grant report, and also there was a blog from the National Taxpayer Advocate on March 22 regarding the announcement for the opening of a supplemental grant application period for the Low Income Taxpayer Clinic program. This will allow for new clinics to open up, and the grant application period runs from March 15 to April 16 this year. And this allows for the LITC administration also to try and meet some gaps in coverage for tax clinics. They are looking to have coverage for some counties in Arizona, Florida, Idaho, and Pennsylvania that have gaps in coverage, but also there are no clinics within Nevada, North Dakota, West Virginia, Wyoming, and Puerto Rico that they would like to have a low-income taxpayer clinic. So if you are interested, I would recommend that you fill out the paperwork and give it a try. But I also wanted to talk through some of what is involved within the program. So first of all, I would suggest that you look at IRS Publication 3319 that is available on the IRS website. And at the beginning of the publication, it says that tax clinics provide representation, education, and advocacy. LITCs ensure the fairness and integrity of the tax system for taxpayers who are low-income or speak English as a second language by providing pro bono representation on their behalf in tax disputes with the IRS, educating them about their rights and responsibilities as taxpayers, and identifying and advocating for issues that impact those taxpayers. So definitely looking at representation education and advocacy. And in looking at the award administration that I wanted to mention, not only is there the clinic director, but there is need for a qualified tax expert. And this person can be the same as the clinic director, that the qualified tax expert needs to stay current on the tax law and stay aware of updates and changes. And there is need for having a qualified business administrator who deals with the financial and business administration issues for the clinic as well. So as part of the education within the clinic, I wanted to mention that there is outreach that clinics do as well. So we want to contact the public when it comes to different presentations, letting them know for education that they have filing requirements or there may be credits that they would qualify for, or maybe there are issues specific to English as a second language populations 
and then providing outreach to the public so that they are aware that low-income taxpayer clinics are available to assist them with federal tax issues if they have a tax liability or some other issue that needs resolution. So certainly these English as a second language and low-income populations such as being at 250% of the poverty level and below, and I often say that is $30,000 of annual income for one person, and then adding $10,000 for each family member. So having that amount of annual income and below would qualify them for low-income taxpayer clinic services. So now I wanted to turn to the grant report that people in my administration deal with the 13424L form, which speaks to budgeting and how those goals were met during the reporting season. But then there is a set of five forms that I fill out for the interim report and the year-end report. The interim report is for the first six months of the year, and the year-end report covers the entire calendar year. So there are five forms that I fill out, A, B, C, K, and N. So I will start with the A form, a general information report. So 13424A, this covers outreach activities, educational activities, consultations, taxpayer advocate service assistance, preparation of tax returns and other documents like ITINs, volunteer activities, student representation, and professional education activities presented by the clinic. The 13424B form is a case issues report. Within that form, we are reporting on different tax issues that the clients needed assistance with. So various income issues, deduction issues, credit issues, status issues on the tax return, then certain tax refund return or statute of limitations issues, penalty and addition to tax issues, and collections issues. So in this report, we are going from what is listed on the tax return two different issues later that the person might have in working with the IRS. On the 13424C Advocacy Information Report, then we are looking at systemic advocacy submissions to the IRS, such as their Systemic Advocacy Management System, SAMS, published materials by the clinic, looking at formats like a book, magazine, website, or other publications, television and radio appearances, or public service announcements listed on that form. The 13424K form is a case information report. So to begin with, there is the case inventory, then cases worked, and here we are reporting the last department within the IRS that was working on the case. Additional case information, such as 
if the taxpayer has an excessive amount in controversy, looking at different items like if there was more than one IRS department working on the case or more than one tax year at issue, various tax court activities that the clinic might be involved with, such as where they represent individuals in tax court, and then closed case outcomes, how much the taxpayers were assisted, such as filing and collection compliance, the total dollars refunded to the taxpayers, and decreases in tax liabilities. And then the 13424N form is a program narrative report with narrative responses to meeting goals during the time period, impediments to meeting those goals, changes in staff, training, mentoring or networking activities, outreach activities conducted, emerging issues, success stories, and other narrative reports. Now, overall, there are different items that need to be kept track of during the year, but I want to say that I find the low-income taxpayer clinic work to be vastly rewarding because it is helping people who are in great need, but also there is an an excellent group, a wonderful community of tax clinics that is very supportive and is very willing to assist when it comes to questions or concerns that people are willing to answer questions in networking groups, on phone calls, or on listservs that people are willing to provide support and assistance. So it is a wonderful community. And so if you are thinking about setting up a tax clinic, I would certainly urge you to do so, that it would be providing great benefit to the community, but it is also a excellent organization to be involved with. So thank you for tuning in to Tax Justice Warriors and support your local tax clinic. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Tax Justice Warriors. We have a Patreon page if you'd like to support this podcast. Providing monetary support for this podcast helps with expenses like equipment or travel to tax conferences. Supporting this podcast through Patreon comes with rewards, so check out our Patreon page. Please rate or review this podcast because positive reviews help get more people to know this podcast exists. The views expressed on this podcast are not official opinions of the IRS, the Low Income Taxpayer Clinic Program, or the employers of the people who spoke on this program. Your tax situation is unique, so do not take the statements on this program as tax or legal advice. Consult with your own tax professional to provide you with specific advice on your situation. Tune in next time on Tax Justice Warriors for another interesting tax discussion.